What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood blurred, Caleb Edward Edley, here with my guest co-host, the mighty Ethan Ragsdale. What's up, Ethan? I love the introduction, man. I wish I got that like every day. Like I wish when I woke up for work, my girlfriend would do that with breakfast, the mighty Ethan Ragsdale. That would be like... <laughs> I hope she's hearing this right now in the next door because that'd be fucking lit. Oh, yeah. Let her let her know. Just like I will. I'm going to show her this and be like, this is all I want. Like, yeah. I don't want any other presents. Just give me this and we'll be Gucci. Have a record of voice. That could be like your <laughs> alarm in the morning or something. <laughs> yeah, just in her little voice. The mighty. The yeah. It'd be fucking lit, dude. That'd be legit. Awesome. Now, Clay's a little busy tonight, so we asked our good friend Ethan here to fill in, and he happily obliged us. Um, so thank you for joining us, Ethan, or joining yeah. me, and I'm sure Clay is thankful as well. Um, I'm used to it, man. I'm second best in life, so it's all good. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> uh, Clay and I do this thing. We do uh, what you're reading, what you're watching. You just uh, Something you found interesting that you started watching over the week, or if you were reading a comic book or something, so... Yeah, um, I love that banter. Um, with everybody, I'm trying not to pick the mainstream uh, kind of answer here, but mm. I guess that's what our audience can relate to, I guess. So Queen's Gambit is really what I'm into right now. Okay. Uh, on Netflix, I didn't think I was going to buy into the hype. Um, it hasn't gotten an insane amount, but a good amount from followers that I'm um, following on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I never really have been a big fan of the chess. I personally don't know how to play. I don't really know much about it. Uh, but I love the show. The first episode is one of uh, the greatest episodes I think Netflix has been a part of. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a fan. I, I, as I know you know, Caleb, one of my favorite things in media is origin stories. Right. Um, that's my absolute favorite. And so episode one really, really fucking delivered. I find myself a little bit on my phone as the episodes go on. Mm. And it's out of subconscious. You know, I, I'm losing a little bit of interest. It's still great. It's mm -hmm. So far, I'd probably give it overall. I think I'm, I just finished episode four last night, I believe. Um, either that on um, episode five, I don't really remember somewhere in between there. And, uh, there's, a, it's a limited series. There's seven uh, episodes. And I mean, right now I'd give it a, probably solid eight, eight out of 10. Wow. I can't go okay. higher than an eight. Um, first episode 9.5. I mm. mean, I thought it was going to go with that, but after that she ages right away, she's seven or eight years old in the beginning mm -hmm. and then just goes up. And then it's the same lady who's playing like maybe she's like 20 now, but mm -hmm. she also played her when she was 13. Oh. So was, I, I, found, I found that really odd. Yeah, like weird. She, she lied and said she was 15 when she was trying to get adopted. Mm -hmm. But in reality, she was 13. You could see her fuck up. And the head magistrate at the adoption place was like, you know, so she was trying to play 13. And now she's like, as the same actress mm -hmm. having sex and doing drugs and shit. And like that bitch is trying to play 13. I mean, it is what it is. I really love the actress and she's, <laughs> excuse me. She's really portraying the, um, the personality across, but right. I, that, that bugged me a little bit. I don't know. Just little things like that kind of bugged me. No. I, I just felt lazy. I don't know. I totally understand. I'm trying to look up how old she actually is. She's 24. And, and man, not, maybe not even lazy. How about just, don't fucking add that. Like, just if you're going to skip a little bit, because obviously they felt fine skipping from eight to 13 mm -hmm. to 20, right? So just scrap it and add something else in. I, I just really bother me. Yeah, I don't know yeah, why. They, I feel like they could have found like a 13 they have two year actresses. old or something. Yeah. Literally, they found one actress for one episode. So for episode two, when she was supposed to be 13 through 15, 16, find another one. And then for the last five, you can have the same, same woman. Yeah, because I'm looking at her and she does not look. 13 
in any way at all. Like <laughs> the only thing they changed was how she dressed. And I'm like, okay, that, I mean, it's just a, a little nitpicky things, but at the end of the day, I think it's just lazy because they really don't have an excuse of why they couldn't have fixed that. Right. I guess that's where I would have to suspend my disbelief, but no, I've been seeing a lot about that and I've been curious. Has it inspired you to want to learn how to play chess? I downloaded the app on my phone last night because mm -hmm. really quarantine helped me a lot. I, I've picked up a, a lot of new hobbies, I guess, because mm -hmm. um, I don't stick with most. I picked up jujitsu about two years ago and I've stuck with that f pretty often. It's not like I do it religiously, but I try a couple of times a week. Um, but I picked up guitar during quarantine, like during the lockdown pretty mm -hmm. seriously. And I've picked it up and I've stuck with it. I mean, I practice four or five times a week, usually about an hour at a time. So, I mean, decently heavy with it, but to answer your question, um, I really want to get into chess now too. I just want to learn. I mean, I think it's really just basic, uh, using critical thinking skills and mm -hmm. it's just advanced checkers. And I, you know, I love doing stuff like that. I mean, I'm a teacher, so I like, um, using my brain. I really like to do things, um, consistency, repetition and chess is definitely that oh, yeah. um and she said it really well like within the the show that it's like and the, i just this is how i describe what i like my life to be i don't like strictness i kind of like my life to be like a backyard but with a fence mm -hmm. i like structure but within that structure i can do whatever i want mm -hmm. and that's how she described chess like you have this world within these squares don't ask me the number because i fucking forgot but a square is like on a chess four maybe I, th I was going to say 62 off the top, so you're okay. probably right if I had to guess. And um, within that 60, whatever, 64, uh, you can kind of make your own world. And that kind of interested me. So I think I'm going to try and learn. I don't want to be fucking great or anything, but I would like to like play a game and like know what I'm doing. Sure, you know? yeah, no. Because yeah. that's my problem. When I try to do things, I want to be the best. So I want to like not do that. I'm like, I want to suck at chess, but like suck enough to play. Suck enough to play. That's, that's good. That's yeah. good. Um, no, yeah, I was at home for Thanksgiving and all that. Um, and so my mom, she likes lifetime and Hallmark movies and stuff. So I've, I started my, uh, Christmas movie watching, I guess this past week. Um, and those, those lifetime and, and Hallmark movies are just terrible. The acting is horrible. I don't know how she sits there and watches them constantly, but we did watch one called the USS Christmas and it, oh, it was filmed in Wilmington, which is where I live, which okay. is um, was pretty interesting because you could see like downtown and all these places that I've been to. But the one part that really just took me out of it is all right. So it's about this like Tiger Cruise, which is where like friends and family of the Navy they get to go on one of the ships and, and yada yada yada. And so they make port in New York at one point, but okay. the whole thing was shot in downtown Wilmington, and so they have like this street that they they're shooting down and i recognize this waffle house i'm like oh that's wilmington I, I know all these spots and then they just cgi'd a new york skyline in the background and it was so funny. oh my god like I'll, I'll see if i can find a screenshot or something and that's send so it to funny because it was so hilarious i was like okay well i guess we're in new york but no that's that's wilmington i know exactly that's like i can walk there and be there in like 10 minutes that's um, wild. What a combo. Wilmington and New York, they couldn't be further apart as cities. Jesus. Really? Really? I was like, you can just film in New York, honestly? Yeah. Um, you would think, but <laughs> I guess... popular places ever to film? Yeah. I guess I guess they wanted to save money in, in New York, yeah. or uh, Wilmington's cheap, I guess. 
Wilmington, as it's known, New York type B. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> if you ever need um, a New York uh, looking <laughs> place, just come to Wilmington. We, we if you want a New York trip on a budget, go to Wilmington. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. It's nothing. Uh, like yeah. Um, no, yeah. But announcements and shouts. We didn't have any emails, but make sure you email us at masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. Send us your announcements, your shouts, whatever you want. We'll say it online. We'll say it on the air. We'll say it wherever. Um, I have an announcement. I am thinking about starting um, to stream Twitch, like uh, start game. I cannot speak right now. Good grief. You got it. Streaming games on Twitch. There we go. Um, so my my uh, Twitch name is Noble Progeny, same as my gamer tag. If you want to add me, I don't give a fuck. N-O-B-L-E-P-R-O-G-E-N-Y, no spaces. Um, and I'll start Twitch uh, streaming on Twitch. I think I might do maybe Tuesday, Wednesday streams, maybe some Sundays thrown in there or something, maybe some random streams. Um, I also saw on Twitch that you can do like a watch party stream. So maybe uh, during Christmas we'll we'll do some Christmas streams, some Christmas movie watch parties or something like that. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I got to get this uh, internet thing figured out because... I don't know if I have enough bandwidth to uh, stream and and do everything I want to do. So yeah, we'll see it's how a works. lot. Yeah, it is. And the so the I live in an apartment, and the apartment has like like I pay for the internet separately than the apartment. But the apartment's like, all right, but you got to get this internet. You got to get Spectrum. And yep, same here. Spectrum sucks. So I'm 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 like stuck with this shitty internet. I'm like, can't we, like is that how is that not like a monopoly or something? I should have be able to choose. That's the same with me. I do, I live in a um, a condo, and I I rent from a private landlord. So, but it's weird. It's like a combine. It's combined. It's like, I, I kind of like a HOA, but not really. You. It's like a management company owns mm-hmm. the place, mm-hmm. but individual people own the condos, mm-hmm. and so I rent from. A, a landlord, but um, you had to be approved by the management company to live here, mm-hmm. and uh, we had to buy Xfinity. Like that's the same. I, I never heard anyone else having to do that, but like they forced us to buy Xfinity. I was like, what the fuck? Like I can't get an option. But yeah. I mean, it, it was really shitty. But I just upgraded to like a terabyte. I mean, I kind of paying a lot, but it's worth it because when I used to podcast, I would fucking go in and out every time. But like, it's doing well now, so it's worth it. But I hate that. Yeah, it's a hundred percent monopoly. You're just forced to. It's like, hey, give us money. You have to. Yeah, exactly. But they have it, 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 but it's it's definitely a monopoly. It's just capitalism. They have a contract with that company, mm-hmm. saying that your tenants, you know, have to have this, uh, have our company. In an ideal world, I would be able to get fiber. Yeah, but that's not the world we live in, I guess. But I yet make sure you subscribe to uh, the podcast wherever you're listening: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Hi, YouTube. How's it going? Um, we're going to jump right into sports, and usually this is where Clay takes over, but today, Ethan's handling sports. Yeah, man. So let's let's get into it. Um, I guess I'll get into the pain and misery first. I mean, being a Panthers fan, bro, like, my ho- I, I'm not a very consistent person, but I've been a Panthers fan my, and since, you know, I was a kid. My dad's had season tickets since 95, since they were um, started as a team, and uh, – we just consistently do the same shit over and over again. It's like we're the best of the worst of the worst of the best. I can't figure it out. It switches every fucking year, dude. Right. And it's like I want us to lose. I, I wanted us to lose. But when we keep doing the shit where we win some, lose some, win some, lose some, it's just like we're literally a mediocre fucking team and we're going to get like a 10 pick. Like who gives a shit about the fucking number 10 pick? No one remembers that. Like either – 
get into the playoffs or give me number one. There's no in between. Right. You know? And, of course, we lose a fucking close one yesterday, the Vikings, 28-27. I think Joey Sly – I mean, he had a chance to win. And he I did. He, to did. Win. he missed the kick. 54, 53, something like that. I mean, it was bad. It wasn't like he had a shot. It was botched from the beginning. It went – um. I'm trying it, on the TV and went right. So he botched it left. Yeah. Um, it was ass. It is what it is. I mean, I saw people, somebody be like, Oh, Joey Sly sucks dick. I'm like, dude, we, we had three points from the red zone the whole game. Yeah. And you're going to blame Joey Sly. No, like our defense had the majority of the points. Jeremy Chin is like, he's the only person in the NFL to ever score defensively on back-to-back snaps. Wow. Ever, ever happened. That's the NFL record. He scored. Uh, they were both pickup fumbles uh, to the house, wow. which is really tight. But obviously, if our offense can't get it going, yeah. you know, I mean, it's not really Joe Brady's fault. Joe Brady's a beast. He'll be gone after this year. And for those of you that don't know Joe Brady, I'm super really into football, so I know all the personnel. Maybe not the common uh, NFL fan doesn't know who Joe Brady is. He was the one who was responsible for Joe Burrow's phenomenal season with LSU last year. Uh, he was the offensive personnel for LSU. And we scooped him up, which is fucking awesome. But I do not think we'll have him much longer. Yeah, we're 4-8, and eight, but Joe Brady's doing a lot with nothing. I mean, we have nothing on offense. CMC's hurt. We mm-hmm. have Teddy B. I love Teddy B, but he's not a franchise QB. He's If he's a backup, he's probably going to be the best backup. So he's like the Panthers. He's the best of the worst, the worst of the best. You got your pick, one of the two. But he's not franchise. Um, but Joe Brady is making Mike Davis look good. He's making Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, and DJ Moore, um, whose x-rays just came back negative because he got hurt yesterday. Um, so, yeah, not to talk too much about that game, but, like, we're going to end up with a 5-10 to 10 pick, which is ass, um, because I really wanted T-Lar or um, Justin Fields in the draft, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, at the beginning um, of the season, I thought it might be possible. Yeah, and for those of you that are Panthers fans that are listening, Zach Wilson uh, out of BYU, he's a really, really, really good quarterback. Um, he was hurt last year. That's why no one knows of him. Uh, but I'm a closet, weird, guilty pleasure BYU fan. I don't know. I, I have no idea why they're fucking Mormons, but I, I just think that shit's cool, um, whatever. And I'm like the most opposite from a fucking Mormon there is. But uh, anyway, Zach Wilson's a beast. And my point being is if, uh, we're at five to ten, and I would love to take him. I, he reminds me of Justin Herbert. Like I think he, um, he I mean, he's got a laser, uh, a rocket. Mm-hmm. So um, if we get him there, I think it'd be tight. Um, so let's talk about some other games. One thing I want to talk about is how the fucking Giants are like four and seven, and they're leading the NFC East. That just shows how bad the NFC East is. Yeah, Justin uh, and I were talking about that uh, yesterday. She's like, one so of these teams wild. is going to go to the playoffs. They have to. They're going to get demolished, but like their records are so shit. It's just how the divisions go, dude. Before, I think it was – don't get me wrong. I don't remember the year. I think it was the Giants with the worst record ever to make in the playoffs at 7-9. Maybe not Giants, but I know for a fact it was 7-9. That record's going to get broken this year. I mean, most likely. At this point, the best record that the NFC East can have is 9-7, but that they have to win out. You know, They have to win out if that happens. So I don't think that's going to happen. I think – they might win five or six games in the playoffs. So wild. Um, Bears offense fucking sucks. Packers won 41 25. Bears, oh my God, they're just miserable, dude. They're, Mitch Trubisky's ass. Uh, they can't do anything on offense. Matt Nagy needs to be fired. Um, and it's just a shame what they're doing to Allen Robinson because Allen Robinson is a complete beast. Uh, but he's never had a pass catcher. He had Blake Bortles in his career. Um, Mitch Trubisky, I think he had someone else who was complete ass. 
Um, but hopefully he'll go somewhere that ha- has a decent, decent pocket passer. Uh, Chiefs beat the Bucks 27-24. Tom Brady is good against bad teams and bad against good teams. I mean, he had three touchdowns, but he had two picks. And s- simply, that's how it is. Tom Brady is not as good as he once was. Yeah. That's that's how I feel there. Um, I don't think there's anything else I give a shit about. Browns, I'll say this, dude. I love the Browns. Like, I'm a closet BYU fan for college. I'm a closet Browns fan for the NFL. Like, I've always said, if the Panthers weren't a team, I'd be a Browns fan. Mm-hmm. They're the worst 8-3 and three team. And I like the Browns, dude. I pull for them. But they're the worst 8-3 and three team, man. I mean, Baker Mayfield, I fucking love him. One of my uh, fantasy league names is Be Right Back Sucking uh, Baker's Dick. <laughs> Uh, just but I fucking love Baker, dude. I love him, but he right now is not good, mm-hmm. and I hate saying that, but he's not. He's jumpy in the pocket. He's freaking out. He's not calm. He usually throws to his first read, and he's just not what he was his rookie year in Oklahoma. I think he can be that, but at this moment, he's not good. They beat the Jaguars. Great Jaguars are one of fucking ten. I mean, you know, whatever. They won by two. Jaguars are. Lo- I-, I wish the Panthers were the Jaguars. Like, just fucking suck, dude. We're not going to win anything. We're going to win five games and do absolutely dick with it. Right. Um. Any other good games? Fucking Thanksgiving sucked ass. Oh, we yeah, had the was- only good game uh, taken away from us: the Ravens and Steelers, which might get played by 2022. <laughs> uh, they keep fucking postponing that shit, dude. It was uh, supposed to be tomorrow night, and now it's officially Wednesday night. Officially, as of this moment. But if you're listening to this podcast. It might be pushed further. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. Bill, I don't know. Bills Chargers, 27-17. That was um, a really ugly fucking game. There's so many turnovers. A lot of ugly shit. Uh, Joe, uh, not Joe, Justin Herbert had his worst game of the year, mm-hmm. which is saying something because he still had a decent game. Uh, but Bills are another not great 8-3 and three team. They're better than the Browns. You, uh, Bills, Browns right now, they're both 8-3. and three. I'm taking Bills all day. But if Browns didn't exist, I think Bills would be the worst Saint three team. Yeah. I mean, at, at this moment, dude, I don't really see anyone stopping the Chiefs. I mean, not even Saints at nine and two without Drew Brees. I mean, the motherfucker had fifteen broke ribs. I can barely count that high. He had like eleven on one side and eight on another. Like he had eleven broke ribs on one side. I'm like, dude. Who I didn't know you had eleven ribs on a side. How do you break eleven that I didn't even know you fucking had? No, yeah, that was wild. Um, I'm trying to count but my I ribs think, now, dude. There's no, and I I don't know if I have a condition, but I, it's definitely obvious. One of my ribs is I already have protrusive ribs, but one of mine is like out of place or something. It sticks out like it's literally not connected to the rest of my cage. Hmm. I've always felt it like it's just dangling. Wow. I've never asked the doctor about it or anything, but I've always felt it. Just like a floating I, rib. Literally, it's like sticks out and it's not connected to the rest of my rib cage. So if I was like eating a rack, every time I eat a rack of ribs, I'm like, I wonder what the fuck my ribs would look like. Like that, that would be like all fucking lathered and like discombobulated and shit. <laughs> Speaking of ribs, let's get back to sports. Um, I think that's it for NFL. There's really nothing else. I mean, t- it was supposed to be a good game between Titans and Colts. They were both seven and three, but Titans beat the absolute shit up derrick henry went the fuck off mm-hmm. I, yeah if you just for fantasy just a quick little snippet if you had derrick henry or fucking tyree kill you pretty much won your week they both went the hell off yeah tyree kill had like two or three touchdowns it was insane and i went against both of them in different leagues so that's really fucking awesome yeah how'd that work out for you yeah um i texted clay and i was like dude i'm gonna go three and oh this week 
and I might go in three. So <laughs> we'll fucking see how that goes. Cause the whole Steelers game is really fucking me. I had a couple players. Well, not a couple. I just had Deontay in a couple leagues. So damn. Yeah. How about that fight? All right. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Okay. I didn't want to get to that first because I wanted to save that for for the good part. How about that fight? So oh, wait, wait, go go for it. What are you? What no, are you... no, this is it. I, I'm ready. Okay. Um, Logan Paul, Nate Robinson. There was two fights before that. I watched them both, but no one gives a fuck about those. Those are just up and coming guys. Sure. Um, Logan Paul, Nate Robinson, dude. So I gotta set aside my personality and just objective analytics. Mm-hmm. My personality is I fucking hate Logan Paul, and I won't. Or not Logan Paul. It's Jake Paul. Um, I want to piss on that dude. He fucking sucks. He's a piece of shit person. Like literally he's a piece of shit person. Like he's like, Oh, I've had it rough. And the dude is fucking driving Lambos and Ferraris and all that shit. Like I'm all about stunting, but don't lie about your, your, your childhood. When you and your brother are both like social media stars at the height of social media, you know, and making yeah. all this fucking money. And that's a personality. I just hate people like that. Right. Cause that's the opposite of who I am. Like, I don't know. I keep it pretty low key. I keep it. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a humble guy, but like, I. But you're I don't not know. Jake Paul. Exactly, like Jake Paul is an it is anomalous to humility, if humility is a word. It is um, now. Yeah, it is now. Uh, but yeah, he fucking sucks, dude. I hate that guy, man. I don't. There's nothing likable about him. However, he is not a bad boxer. He's mm-hmm. not uh, on not on a social media YouTube scale, mm-hmm. but on an actual bo- boxing scale, he's not bad. I mean. What sticks out to me, I, I love to uh, level and rate things. I would give him on an actual professional boxing scale, I'd probably give him a five out of ten. I mean, he's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate Robinson let us all down, you know. And like I said it in the group chat, uh, you know, Jake has him in in size and wingspan. Mm-hmm. And I thought Nate could have the power, maybe a little bit of speed, but he didn't have any of that. I mean, Jake had the timing. Like, I mean, he's obviously had training. You look at him like, yeah. I, you know, I love football, but UFC is a big, big part of my life. and has been since 2005, you know, so 15 years, I pretty much haven't missed a big UFC event in 15 years. And, you know, I like to analyze that and I know what to look for on the screen, right? Not to say I know how to do that myself, but I definitely know what to look for when it comes to the eye test, you know, mm-hmm. and he has some skills, like some things that he he's negative in is when he goes for the haymakers, he kind of puts his head to his left armpit. So he's not really looking. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of swinging for the fences there. Um, but when he comes with his one, two, his jab and his cross, like he looks decent. He knows what he's doing, but the one that laid him down, he wasn't looking, but it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, if you lay somebody down, like he laid out Nate, cause he knocked Nate down three times. Yeah. And they were all solid knockdowns. I thought no, one of them I think he kind of fell forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first one when the first round was a good knockdown, and the one that finished him, I mean, he finished him the second round. And um, I followed some guy on Twitter, a UFC guy back in um, about two months ago. And uh, I didn't want to believe him. He said there's no way Nate Robinson last past two rounds with Jake Paul. And I was like, nah, there's I, I think he takes it, you know, to six because it's at eight rounds. And I was like, right. he takes it to six. The guy was right. I mean, Nate Robinson literally had no business in there. And he's a – this is the thing. It's not that – it just – it blew a lot of people's minds because Jake Paul could be for real for this social media type fighting shit. If you put him in there with Triple G, um, Canelo, those – I think he'd get murdered. But of course. he's kind of like this this concept we were having, the best of the worst, worst of the best. He could definitely be the best of the worst, the best of the not 
boxing stars. Yeah. He could be the best. Um, I don't know if you follow, but I'm like I said, I'm big into MMA, and there's this fight with uh, this concept with Dylan Danis and Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Danis is a huge uh, jiu-jitsu guy, black belt. He's fought in Bellator. He's 2-0, but he's a social media mouth offer. He talks a lot of shit on social media, and he's got his following count up because he mouths off and hangs out with Conor McGregor. Um, that's how he got his rise to fame, if you want to call. He's not really that much of a fighter. He really rode Conor McGregor's coattails. Mm-hmm. I do like the guy. But anyways, Daniel Cormier came out and said, um, Conor McGregor will dust Jake Paul, but Dylan Danis needs to stop because Jake Paul will beat Dylan Danis. And I looked at it, and I was like, before the fight, I was like, Dylan will, will murder him. But if it's just boxing, I think Jake Paul has him. Yeah. I and mean, if it's an MMA, he'll bring some jujitsu, some ground game to him. But um, Jake Paul, like after that fight, I was like, fuck, man. He's going to, he's just like, the Patriots to me, just fucking you want to see them lose, but he's probably <laughs> going to stick around. This is not his last fight. Oh, he, he, not. He's not going to take one with like the guys on the undercard below him. They would probably beat Jake Paul because mm-hmm. they're professionals. They know what they're doing. And you'll probably never hear those guys. They'll probably fight until they're 40 years old, have a sustainable career. They'll feed their families off boxing and you will never hear them. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me so mad is Jake Paul is just this YouTube social media star and he has this name and he's going to get a couple more fights. He might fight KSI, um, who his brother fought and beat, but there's really no point because Jake Paul would uh, would murder him. But I'm, I'm interested to see. There'll be some more crossovers. There'll be some another social media star will step up or some guy for the NBA will be like, I want to claim the NBA back, you know, because I right. saw Nick, Nick Young, Swaggy, uh, from uh, the Golden State Warriors. I don't know if he's still with him, but he's like, we do not claim him. We, he does not speak for us and it, it was i mean at the end of the day it was embarrassing it, sure. it was it was embarrassing to watch and um uh, i was a little upset too because i wanted at least a little bit of a fight but nate robinson put nothing in the first round it was one two jake paul's murdering me and he goes in for the clinching like the dirty boxer and they get separate yeah no yeah I, I i saw a lot of a lot of people clowning him on social media a lot of celebrities and and people like us normal people alike and I don't remember who said it. I want to say Snoop Dogg, but I don't think it was Snoop Dogg. But somebody said, like, it's easy to make jokes when, like, you wouldn't step in the ring. Oh, shit. I know exactly who you're talking about. I mean, I saw it. I saw it. I think we posted in the group chat. I just don't remember the name. Right. But it, it, it was an NBA star. Yeah. Somebody I, from the NBA. I think so. But, I mean, they had a point. Like, all these people are, like, making jokes and stuff. But, like, you know, 95, 98% of them wouldn't. You're never. You're not going to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's so simple. It's just the same thing. What one of my biggest things is, and especially as we're on the same wavelength, right? We're entering our late twenties, thirties approaching. We our fucking frontal lobe has fully formed. We're not fucking idiots anymore like we were in high school. And the biggest plague. I do enjoy social media as far as Instagram. I I go on it often, and that's where I get most of my news and how I'm caught up with the world. Mm-hmm. But that's the plague. Is ESPN, Sports Center, and Bleacher Reports comment section on instagram is just so cancerous like mm-hmm. it's so problematic and uh with the girl for the vanderbilt kicker kicker sarah i forgot her last name yes you know it was her first time and just people are like awful just like oh we y'all want equality i hope she gets rocked so she can know what it feels like to be a man like just fucking absolute asinine shit but to get back to the point at hand talking about the fight it's just these people want to mouth the fuck off like they, uh, it doesn't matter if you set, you'd step in there beating Nate Robinson. It's just hypothetical. Are you actually going to fucking train and put in the time to do it? Like, yeah, I can hate Jake Paul and do all this. But watching that fight, 
in between or, you know, the times he's mouthed off and spewing bullshit out of his mouth, mm-hmm. he's training. Yeah. He was getting in there, putting in the minutes, putting in the time. And that's why I'm kind of reserved now from talking so much shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I never talk shit like, oh, he's going to get his ass beat. I never said that. I talk shit about him, him as a person. I don't like who he is as a person. And um, now it's just like I'm not going to talk shit about his boxing skills. Like yeah. he obviously he, – he, he did everything in his favor. He knew that he's going to call this guy who has somewhat of a name. If you know NBA, you know who Nate Robinson is. He's known for being short. He's known for being a nice guard, um, you know, has some skills. He played it right. He yeah. knew that he could beat him. He knew he had some cachet to his name. And um, he went out and beat him and beat him handily. And he's going to pick his next opponent the same way. He's not going to pick a guy who has a great boxing record but doesn't have a name. That's the last person he's going to pick. Yeah. Speaking of beating, moving on to video games, I beat Miles Morales uh, over nice. Thanksgiving. You, you're, you're, are you still an Xbox boy? I am uh, up until I know we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but up until I can get my hands on the, on the PlayStation 5, um, I, I'm about to cancel my Xbox Live and everything just about to shut down the Xbox world for me um, and transition to PlayStation. There we go. Um, yeah, I made that decision last year mm-hmm. when PS5 came out. Because I got the Xbox because it's just what my brother had. When we, so I played the PS2. I, I, did, I went through that whole generation, my whole life, the PS2. When it came out, everything, I played the PS2, every console-related games. And then Xbox 360 my brother got, and I kind of just stayed with Xbox 360 there. Probably 2010, no, a little bit before high school, actually, 2008 when I got into that. Mm-hmm. And then I just stuck with Xbox ever since. And the only reason is is just because of my friends. I had made friends on there, and we just kept up. Sure. But I'm definitely more of a PlayStation person as far as their console-specific games because I like story games. Mm-hmm. I, mass multiplayer games are fun, but they're not my favorite. I love story games. I like I like emotional, drama-filled uh, games. One, the one that comes to mind is Last of Us. I mm-hmm. have never played it, but don't. I, I'm a weird person. I've watched every single bit of the last of us part one and part two on youtube i yeah. watched the whole game i watched them probably cumulatively what 30 40 hours i don't know but i watched every single second at least yeah yeah i watched it all so i've never played the game but i know exactly but how I know it happens. what happens yeah no yeah playstation definitely has the better exclusives um the spider-man games being one of them in my opinion um but yeah so i finished it it's got a great story i've like like when I say finished, I mean I've not just the story. Like I've done the story, all the side quests. I've a hundred percent, hundred percent, all the districts, yeah. everything. Now the thing about this game is, um, you can't actually unlock everything. Like there's one suit, a couple of gadget upgrades, and a couple of skills that you can't get unless you do a new game plus. Which for those okay. of you who don't know, it's where after you've beat the game, um, you unlock this thing called New Game Plus. You start a new game. But you start that game with everything you've already unlocked. So all your skills, all your levels, all your suits, you have that in that new game. But you just start everything over. So you basically start the story over and all the side missions and everything. And so you can't unlock a few things until you do that. So I have that to do, which I was thinking on my streams, that might be like one of the first things I stream is is doing that new game plus um, of Miles. Just so... Um, if like maybe somebody hasn't seen the story, I don't know how you haven't like people have been streaming this like left and right. I've been looking at Twitch. Um, but if you want to like jump in, you haven't played it. You don't want to spoilers or whatever. I'm starting at the beginning. We can, we can go through it again together or I'll go through it again. You can go through it for the first time, whatever you want. 
Um, but yeah, no, it's a great game. Highly recommend. Is it better than the um, previous game? I don't know that you can really compare them. I say that a lot. I feel like it's a cop out, but the 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 first Spider-Man game was like the first like legit like standalone kind of really good spider-man story and and all that because i mean we had like uh the spider-man movie games and we had like uh what is it shattered dimensions and stuff like that but i feel like this was like the first like we're actually going to kind of try to build a world around this game and i think spider-man miles morales really just took that and and progressed it forward like there's connections to the previous game it moves some plot elements along that weren't that haven't finished it. Like they, they've teased stuff in the first game and then they continued to tease it at the end of this game, which is, is really nice. I really liked um, to see that combination. And I'm hoping that in the next Spider-Man game, Spider-Man two, that we'll be able to choose between miles and Peter. Like, uh, okay, I want to play for Peter as a little bit. I want to play as miles for a little bit. And I'm sure there'll be missions where you have to choose one or the other, but I, I, I also want to have that choice. Nice. So is, I guess I'm not as up to date and as caught up as you are. Miles Morales, I thought it was DLC. It's like an extended version. Or is it its own separate entity? No, yeah. It's its own uh, separate game. Here we go. Okay. If my green screen will work. There we go. It's, it's working. It's, there it is. It's its, own, it's its own game. Now, it's a smaller game than the first Spider-Man. Like, I don't remember exactly how many hours the first one was. Maybe 15, 20, maybe. This one, I probably beaten like six or seven eight tops it's it's like a it's significantly smaller um which they said it was going to be and it's also cheaper for that reason so i mean i'm not complaining that i had to pay like full price for a shorter game or anything they they knew it was shorter because it's more like a um like it's not a sequel per se it's more like an offshoot where that's why some people were thinking it was like a dlc but no it's like a full game like it's an actual game it's just shorter got you what what do you rate it out of ten ultimately? Give me both for Spider Man and Miles Morales. For Spider Man, that was like my favorite game. For you like and Clay two. are the same. Do what? Has it? I said you and Clay are the same. He always tells me that that's his favorite game of all time. I think Ghost of Tsushima is up there with him too, but I know that was his favorite. I'd probably rate Spider Man nine. And no, I'd rate Spider Man like a nine point two, and I'll give Miles a nine. The only reason Miles is a little bit low because they took things from Spider Man and improved on it in Miles. Okay. The only reason I lowered the score is because Miles isn't a like full game like Spider Man was. Gotcha. But if it was a full game, it'd definitely be like a nine point five. I'm sure because. Yeah. Like I said, like everything from Spider-Man that we loved, like they heard like, oh, you guys like that? Okay. They built upon it and like leveled it up. So it wasn't wow. like anything backslid in my opinion. Like it EA, progressed. take notice. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really, it was really nice on an uh, Insomniac's part. That's awesome. Um, And Miles is my favorite superhero. So that that's already like given him a big boost. Yeah. I think mine too. I definitely, into the Spider-Verse, what, it was so crazy, dude, because there was no buildup for it, for it at all. My one of my students said, "Mr. Ragsley, you got to go watch it. It's so good." And so I took my girl the next day to the theaters, and I, my mouth was open. I was like, "What the fuck am I? What is happening?" Right. I, I never heard about this. There was no buildup for me. I think maybe like a week earlier I heard about it, but that was it. And it's my favorite Spider-Man media form ever, yeah, like no. ever, it out took- of any comic, any game, anything. It like blew everybody's mind. I'm I'm sure like nobody was expecting it to be that good, and then it's just like poof, like in your face. Um, 
there's actually you can use the into the spider verse suit and there's a mod um like the suits have modifications like, like 25 percent more damage blah 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 there's a mod on there where you can do the frame rate from into the spider verse so it's got like that okay. kind of choppy animation that they have in the movie yeah. which is really cool that's sick um moving on marvel's avengers still hasn't recouped development costs now if you guys remember i spent 200 dollars on that like collector's edition i'm not <laughs> mad that i bought the collector's edition because you know i still got my my cap god this green screen like blows i still got my cap uh statue and my hulk bobblehead over there and like i've got stuff like that i i wanted the collector's edition for i also wanted the game to be good unfortunately that didn't really happen um have you played it ethan no i haven't okay well i would suggest waiting until it goes on sale because you think miles morales story you think that's short i think the avenger story is even shorter um and the full game is out like there's no is it beta there's no expansion on no, it no, like yeah, full out. game's out it's been okay. out when did that come out september yeah a couple months ago i yeah, remember i think it came out in september um okay. And it just like they were it looks like I've told Clay this and I've told the the listeners this a few times, but it looks like they had an idea of what the game was going to be. And then about halfway through, some executive was like, no, the game needs to be this. So they had to shift and it just doesn't it feels disjointed. It doesn't feel like a complete game. There's a lot of repetitiveness in it. Um, the online feature of like playing with your your squad or whatever is supposed to be the big seller, I guess, which sure. I don't really need. I'd, I'd rather have a good Avenger story, but that is like feels like a destiny, a boot, uh, a knockoff destiny kind of deal. But it's like all repetitive stuff like go to this map, beat these guys, collect this thing, go to this map, beat these guys. collect, And it's just not it gets boring after a while, especially I'm since we're, we were supposed to get a DLC with like Hawkeye a month or so ago. They delayed that we're supposed to get another one like this month delayed that like just it's nothing's happening with it and i guess it's probably because they still haven't recouped their uh, losses but you would think if maybe they released a dlc or something it would get more people to maybe buy it or buy the dlc or something you know what i mean yeah give them some incentive right but yeah and so i mean it's a it's a decent game it's all right it's it's nowhere near miles i'd probably give it a 4.7 maybe okay. a 5 in my head i rated it for you and i thought you were going to say something like a 5 so that's yeah. right there that's yeah right, right there. in there like it's an average game i wanted it to be better and i'm trying to be unbiased because i would rate it lower because I, my expectations were higher but i'm being like this is the game we got i'm rating this game and i'd give it maybe like a 4.7 or a and, 5. and that's just the worst thing that can happen because you know what that means to you like the avengers is is huge for you you know i love it but i wouldn't say it's intricate to me like sure, star yeah. wars is you yeah, know i was gonna say you're like a star wars guy yeah star wars is my number one as far as any form of medium star wars is what is and always will be number one and it's just like you have these blue ball games you know at battlefront and it's just mm, mm-hmm. it's the opposite of what you want you're literally just fighting as these characters there's yeah. that's not what star wars is you know and ea just fucking hate ef yeah was a person i would catch a fucking 25 to life charge dude <laughs> like no doubt and it's just to, to make it short it's just you're pumping out this this money-based system when in reality the what you're connecting it to is something that's so enriched in origin stories and emotion and, and, and 
storytelling. You know, Star Wars is storytelling, and to make Battlefront, I'm just a, maybe anomalous opinion because that shit's a joke. Like yeah. same with what you know, Avengers rich in storytelling and and there's emotion, these origin stories, how they became superheroes, how they combine, and they have this connection as a unit. You know, and um, they just fucking pump out a shit ass game. When I, it just blows my mind because there's so many fucking intelligent game creators in this world, much smarter than I ever will be, and just get get combined with the storyteller. And um, there's just I that's what I think. You know, in the gaming industry today, we're really let down. I think there could be so many more uh, better games than there are. I know that's maybe lazy to say, and maybe really critical to say but mm-hmm. i really do feel that way i think that um it's really money-based mm-hmm. and the money's not there and that's why these amazing concepts aren't being brought to life no i agree real quick did, did you play uh fallen order yes yes how do you like um it? i it's the best star wars game mm-hmm. uh, man maybe not i love the old republic from I, I, maybe 2002, 2003 for the Xbox. I played it when I was a child. I loved it. Um, I still play it sometimes. Um, but The Fallen Order is very good. The critiques I have is that it's very puzzle-like. They take out some of the intricate storytelling, the meat, the emotion, and mm-hmm. throw in some lazy puzzle, repetitive, monotonous shit. And mm-hmm. it is difficult and it is hard. And it took me a while to beat it. Um, and some listeners may listen. It's not fucking hard. Well, I suck uh, at a lot of video games. I play video games for the time I have, you know, the emotion the, to get back the story from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did get that. The cutscenes were great. Yeah. Uh, the dialogue was great. I thought they built up a great story. The beginning was fucking great. It blue balled me a little bit. Mm-hmm. It came up with this awesome story. He was this outcast on this island with this. Uh, creature who was his mentor and then he fucking dies five minutes into the game mm-hmm. like and it's just like I thought they're about to be a band of brothers they're gonna have this great story they're gonna be running away from all this shit but it's pretty much the same story from the beginning you know they're facing the same antagonist until the end mm-hmm. I'm really bad with names that was it seven sisters that's uh, it twist uh, twisted sister dark something sister? like that something, I'm remember. really it's bad with names yeah as a Star Wars fan I should be ashamed but I don't fucking remember um but yeah at the end you defeat her at the end and um it's a re- it's a good game. I I'd probably give it a, a saw. I feel like I want to give it higher than a seven point five emotionally, but I think a seven point five is what it needs to be mm-hmm. analytically, objectively speaking. Um, you know, the only critiques are because it's puzzle monotonous shit. Uh, but the story and the planets and the depth of the planets mm-hmm. and the gameplay itself, the gameplay itself is awesome. Yeah. You know the. The lightsaber moves, all that shit is really, really tight. So yeah. I, I, I do like it. I mean, I would play it again. I played it twice. So. I agree. The least, my least favorite part were the puzzles because they got kind yeah. of repetitive. Yeah, and it's lazy. Easy. It's lazy. Yeah. So existing PS5 consoles are completely sold out, but we will be getting more before the end of the year, which is in a month. So hopefully they're coming because uh, you got to think they want these in stores for the holidays, for Christmas and and, and Hanukkah and all, and all that. Um. So they got to be coming into stores this week, right? Oh, you would think so. I mean, I my birthday is what is it? Tomorrow, sometime soon. To, uh, when, the coming days, Wednesday, two days. Um, and the reason I'm saying that is because Jess has been trying to get me one for my birthday, and I said, I looked at her, I took her by the cheeks, I said, "Stop! It's not going to happen. Like <laughs> it's not going to happen. If I get a PlayStation Five before 2021 and i'm not being um emotional i'm not being heightened here uh right. it's, it'd be a miracle you know if no, you no, get one before 2021 
you know, I, I, I was like, and she was like, well, that's the main present I wanted to get you for the holidays because my birthday and Christmas are pretty close. Sure. Um, and I told her, just give me one gift and call it a day. And I said this back in the summer. I mm-hmm. thought there'd be a chance. But as November kept coming to an end, I'm just like, it's not going to happen. Um, because I'm big into that market as far as um, – I don't want to say I'm big into reselling because I hate reselling. But I'm a part of that culture because I love shoes. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I like Supreme and stuff like that. And I do that for personal use. I don't really flip it for resale, but the mm-hmm. stuff I like is in resale culture, mm-hmm. which is what PlayStation 5 is. Um, it's crazy. I read a statistic. I believe the number is 40% of all PS5 stocks are to people who are scalpers and people who are flipping it for more money. Of 40% course. of all PS5 stock. That's fucking insane. Only yeah. 60% of people who have bought it are actually going to use it. The 40%. And that's a rough number. It could be higher than that. Yeah, That's no, just that's, a base number. You know, it's that's disgusting. fucking stupid. Oh it's all God! About money, yeah, no, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I told Jess that's what I wanted for Christmas. My Jess, we for those we of you who don't know, Ethan's fiance, my girlfriend, they're they're both named Jessica. Um, hi, Jessica's both of you. Um, <laughs> but no, I told her before I was like, oh yeah, I want a PS5 for Christmas, not knowing it was gonna like sell like this. And I've I've told her other things I would because I've I've given up on on actually yes. getting that. So I've told her other things that I'd I'd rather have or, or whatever. Um, I did see. Xbox slash Microsoft, whatever, is doing some kind of study to see why the PS5 is outselling the Xbox, which I'm sure they do these studies all the time. But they're like, they're like our system's got like better parts. Like it is the Xbox is a stronger machine. Like the what is what am I thinking? Like the circuitry, the specs are better. Okay. But the PS5 is outselling it like a motherfucker, and I, I, I don't. You don't even need to do a study, Microsoft. I will do the study for you right now. The answer is exclusives. You don't have exclusives. Nobody plays Halo anymore. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. That's where you're you're losing everybody. We, I agree. PlayStation's got Spider Man. That Miles Morales. I'm sure that boosted sales. We we know the new uh, Spider Man's coming. What? Sony has all kinds of exclusives and you've got Halo. That's all you've got. That's, that's you have your to issue. adapt. You have to adapt. That's the main focal point here. I loved Halo as a kid. As a kid, you know, I, I spent months combined of my life on Halo. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about it now. I yeah. love that piece in time. I, I will cherish that. The memories I had, the friends I've made from that game, I'll cherish that. But that's its own encapsulated in time. It's not coming back because I've tried and they haven't done anything worthy halo right. 3 and on has been fucking complete ass and halo 1 and 2 are where it's at after that it's nothing and they have to adapt like look at miles morales what you know was this 10 years ago no they're adapting and they're recreating new great stories we don't want the same old thing that's shoved down our throats and you barely even fix it if you're going to give us the same old thing make it amazing don't give us the same old thing and make it suck you know yeah and that's really what xbox is doing and it sucks because i've been an xbox guy since for the last decade of my life and i'm officially going to switch to playstation and um it's solely for legitimately the reason Caleb just said exclusive because i want to play the last of us i want to play ghost of tsushima i want to play these story-based and rich games um that Sony is just fucking murdering right now. Yeah. Well, there's there's your study done by Ethan and Caleb. Exclusives. Yep. Get better exclusives. Get not even better. Just get more exclusives, and maybe you'll get more sales. Do come out with, uh, and we'll end it here or, or move on. But like, come out with one badass story. Put all your fucking eggs in one basket. Contribute most of your time to marketing this, pushing it. Put your where, where else are you putting your time into a great system? 
but what is a great system if it's not going to be produced or if it's not going to be used? Right. Exactly. right? Like you have all these great specs. If you're showing me this fucking beautiful ass camera and I don't know how to use it and I don't want to use it, then what's the point? It's the same thing with Xbox. They have all these great specs, but you have nothing to use it with, and then there's no point. Take all your time making at least one awesome, great new franchise exclusive. Forget Halo. Create something new that's 2020, not 2003, and then maybe they'll have something. I don't know. There we go. You heard it. Moving on to TV. We'll blow through this real quick. We don't have too much. Uh, so first, the first episode of Season 3 of the Umbre Umbrella Academy has got an they've revealed the name it's called meet the family which um steve blackman who who's the writer he shared that that's going to be the title of the first episode which if you remember spoiler alert here from last season we left off with um our umbrella academy meeting a new umbrella academy when they go back to their future or is it their future it doesn't really look like it does it so we'll see um you liked umbrella academy right Ethan? no you hated it no, never. I tried one episode, didn't get into it. Oh, damn. So did I, I just spoiled it for you? No, it's okay. I never planned on watching it, so I didn't stop you. Oh. I mean, I, I, I gave it a good fair shot, and um, I can't really tell you why. It just didn't pull me in. Um, mm. I, I felt a little phony. I felt like it was a little rushed. The one-liners one were there. Mm -hmm. It was quirky. It was cool. But you know me pretty well when it comes to what I like. I'm pretty – I'm an old traditionalist. I love rich enrichment origin stories and i didn't get that there mm. and that and people could argue that like ethan they had great origin stories i just didn't believe it and mm -hmm. it was rushed and there were so many of them mm -hmm. and i just didn't i thought the origin story had a lot of uh, potential it just kind of blue balled me a little bit gotcha i will say season two is better than season one so if you ever give it another chance you have that to look forward to and knowing you i think you would actually like reading the comics more than watching the show the comics a are a little bit more out there a little bit more weird and, and zany yeah. i will take your word for it because i will say that this will ever, forever live in infamy for this podcast this podcast single-handedly got me into the boys because i never watched it or heard of it before this podcast i never heard of it and then when you guys were coming on the podcast i listened to the first episode so it did spoil it for me mm -hmm. um because i was like i'm gonna you know I, I i'm a reader i like to analyze things so i was like i don't really care i'll watch it and i'll go with the podcast and honestly i'm not exaggerating it's one of my favorite shows of all time nice like, it was fuck i mean it's i gotta say it's top five maybe when i make a top five it might be left out on the fringe but it's top five on that fringe you know sure. really in there with breaking bad game of thrones it's in that mix and it's everything i've wanted i mean it's i gotta give it an a 9.3 out of 10 overall i mean i've uh, finished uh two seasons and it's God, it's fucking great. Like the first season pulled me the fucking had that great beginning origin story. Mm -hmm. And then not, not, not to spoil too much, but when the the end happens, I'm like, like I was in. They were reeling me in. Oh, yeah. But that thing fucking yanked me, dude, <laughs> pulled me onto the boat. I was fucking in. I was buckled up. I was like, it just had that shock factor with the storytelling. Right. And that's what I love. Like, not only do I love dramas and action, I love them combined. Mm -hmm. I love the drama with 75% drama, 25% action, and that's really the boys. That's yeah. really what it is. So, Yeah, awesome. On a sadder note, The Office is leaving oh, Netflix. We, we've known this is going to happen, but we're, we're a month out now. Um, this comes out on Tuesday, December 1st, so you got one month to watch The Office. December 31st is the last day on New Year's Day. It'll be gone. I've, I've wondered if I just have it like on 
like I take off the like, are you still watching? I don't think you can actually do that on Netflix. But if I take that off and I just have it continuously playing on my TV, if it'll stay on there after. Oh, my God. Um, after midnight. We'll see. I don't know. I might. T- you know, I might some people TV. are going to do some crazy things. I mean, one of the best, um, one of the craziest what, groups, what's culture or whatever I want to want to say mm-hmm. um, is is uh, office. It's insane. Like, I mean, I love office. I've seen it all the way, to- all the way through three times. But I used to be a part of office group on Facebook and some of these people I've seen it through like 30, 40 times. It is these ultra fans are really ultra fans. I've seen it probably. It's gotta be at least 15 or 20 times. Yeah. You're one of the people I'm talking about. Holy fuck. No. And honestly, I've thought about Justin and I have talked about this. Like, what are we going to do when it's off Netflix? Cause like, that's what we put on when, when we're like doing stuff or like, if we're about to go to sleep, like just like, because we've seen it so many times, we don't have to like super pay attention. We can like say the line, the it's next the line that somebody else noise. is going to say. Um, so we're like, what are we going to do when it, when they take it off? And I'm probably just going to buy the whole series on iTunes, honestly, and just keep, keep like a digital copy going or something. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've read, it, it this is super inconvenient because I'm a very traditional guy. If it's not broke, don't fix it. I'm a very set in my ways. I'm literally my grandfather's grandson for sure. <laughs> so really I'm like 28 going on 60. I do things consistently routinely i don't like change i don't like new things Mm -hmm. Uh, that being said i think this is going to be convenient because it is going to peacock right am i I, and peacock is free right some of peacock is free okay so certain things if you want to watch it you have to have that peacock peacock subscription because you know the d's for that do I know the details? Yeah, like how is it going to be? Like, is that going to be office? Is it going to cost money? I would assume it's going to be the office because it was something that I was like, because I have it on my Apple TV. It was something I was looking to watch on Peacock that I was like, oh, I'll just kind of put this on while I'm doing whatever. And it's yeah. like, oh, if you want to watch this, you have to have like the premium. Oh, okay. Which is premium. I watch Shocker on there. Yeah, it's four ninety nine a month. Um premium plus which is basically like hulu without ads um so premium plus would be ten dollars a month 9.99 um and i just don't really want to pay for another subscription service so if it is one of the free ones that'd be cool but i just feel like it's one of those shows that everybody is gonna like migrate to like they're counting on this to get them more revenue so it's probably gonna be behind that paywall i haven't like of course looked it up or seen if they said um but if I had to guess, I would say it's going to be behind. I think that's accurate speculation because how much did they have to cough up to buy this, right? They had to go out of their way to buy the rights from Netflix, correct? I mean, um, I don't know if they had to because because NBC is the one who aired uh, The Office originally. So I think they own it, but they, okay. pro- they I think they just had to wait for Netflix's contract, contract. to expire and they just didn't renew it because... They were like, well, we're going to just bring it back to us, you know? So I don't think they had to pay for it, but I think they're counting on getting paid once it um, comes over, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, But yeah, so that's sad. Uh, The Percy Jackson show that's coming to Disney Plus, the series scripts, they're complete. They've been sent for approval. The movies were kind of shit. I've got high hopes for the show. We'll see. Did you see the movies? I never did, but... It's funny because I'm the opposite. Most people probably can't relate to this, but I teach high school English, 12th grade. So I teach the story Perseus every year. Mm. So that what it's based on pretty much uh, in its rich tradition ways. And all my students are like, oh, it's like Percy Jackson. I'm like, 
Yeah, a little bit, sure. Uh, sure. Broad strokes. You know, Literally, so it's very roughly loose based upon, uh, or Percy Jackson is very, very roughly based upon Perseus. So I have not seen him, but I know it's Logan Lerman, um, and I like Logan Lerman because I, I liked Percy being a Wallflower, and I like Fury. I like what what he's in, but I just never watched it. it just never happened, you know. We just the stars didn't align for that to occur for me. So yeah, I mean, you're not missing much. We'll see. Yeah. I'm pretty I will sure. I watch the show though for sure. I've been excited about it. Like I haven't looked at, into details much as you have, but I have been like waiting for a release date what you know hearing about it so i am excited in that regard yeah i hope it's better than um the artemis foul that they did which i didn't watch but i've read the reviews <sighs> and i've saw the trailer i could tell from the trailer like this is nothing like the books we don't have to get into it um but it looked like shit it was shit according to the reviews did you did you actually watch it <laughs> okay we're not gonna get into it i promise we're not we gotta move on but um I'm a very – I hate being such an extreme person because when I say extreme things, they may be taken with uh, uh, not very much fluff or not very much depth. Um, but Artemis Fowl, I think, was – had to have been one of the worst movies I've ever seen, <laughs> really. Jared Webb and I, a friend of the show, um, we watched it together over the summer, and I looked at him at the end, and I said, you owe me two hours. Like, you literally owe me two hours back in my life. I – it was absolutely atrocious. Like the follow through, the execution, the storyline, and the action was laughable. It was a joke of a. I mean, I want to give it a two, but I can't. I seriously cannot give it anything past a one. I mean, truly, I'm not trying to be a be a big shot or you know talk shit on it, but I really have no justification for giving it anything higher than a one out of ten. It was absolutely atrocious, and I like the books, and I had nothing to do with the fucking books. It was just atrocious. Yeah. Sad, sad, sad. Um, Stranger Things, we've got some new characters announced for season four. We'll run through these real quick. Jamie Campbell Bauer, you'll know him from Sweeney Todd. He was also Grindelwald in um, the last couple of Harry Potter movies. He, um, not not the Fantastic Beats, but the actual Harry Potter movies. Um, He is going to be playing Peter Ballard, a man who works at a psychiatric hospital. Um, Eduardo Franco plays Argyle, Jonathan's new best friend. Joseph Quinn will take on the role of Eddie Munson, who runs the Hellfire Club. The title of the first episode is actually the Hellfire Club. And the Hellfire Club is Hawken High's official Dungeons and Dragons Club. So that'll be pretty interesting. We talked about it, it was either last week or the week before, that Robert England, a.k.a. uh, Freddy Krueger, he joined the cast. He is going to be playing Victor Creel, a man imprisoned in a psychiatric hospital for a murder years ago. Told you he was going to be a villain, Clay. Or maybe he's getting framed. Who knows? Um, other roles, uh, Game of Thrones' star Tom Walashia, I don't even know who that is, is playing Dimitri, a Russian prison guard who befriends Hopper. Nikola Jurek. These are very Russian names. Nikola Juriko is okay. a Russian smuggler named Yuri. Sherman Augustus as the intelligent, no-nonsense Lieutenant Colonel Sullivan. And Mason Dye as Jason Carver, a sports star dating the most popular girl in school. So uh, a lot of new characters, um, which could be good, could be bad. It depends on how much time they devote to these characters. I feel like introducing a lot of new characters can sometimes shoot you in the foot. So we'll see. I'm super excited for it, but it's been a while. What do we know? I mean, I know Corona. I, I've read that where it kind of delayed it a little bit, but yeah. uh, it, it was supposed to come out around a couple months ago. You know, if it not, not supposed to, but if they're consistent with their past releases, they did one a year, mm-hmm. right? Or did they? I think they might have skipped a year in there somewhere. Uh, I think it might have been two years. Yeah, they skipped. A yeah, one. They did. I think between one and two, they did. 
Yeah, 2016, I think it was. Yeah. So he came out 20 or 20. 20 I don't. I don't remember the dates. It was but you 2016. Were right. It was definitely last year, 2019. I think it was they skipped between two and three, Caleb. I think my guess is 2016, 2017, and then 2019. Maybe. I, I think that's what it was. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna fact that check that up for our audience. Okay. As I you're saying that, um, yep. You're you were right. Uh, it was expected to come out in 2020, but with um corona and all that it's been delayed officially delayed to 2021 we don't know when in 2021 we just know it's coming next year and it's going to be eight episodes um and uh ross duffer one of the duffer brothers you know the showrunners he said season four won't be the end we know what the end is and we know when it is now originally they said they were going to do four or five seasons so i'm thinking we're we're going to get that five season they got to these kids i looked up pictures of them they look old as shit and Unless they're like moving forward in time, which I mean is possible, then they're gonna have to hurry it up. Yeah, um, and I did check that, and I love being right, which I usually am. Uh, season one premiered July fifteenth, two thousand sixteen. I remember because I was moving to Orlando, and I, I'm not trying to be like this fucking hipster or whatever, but I am gonna pat myself on the back because I got everyone in my close circle on it. I, I watched it when it came out, like it just, I was, um, I had just graduated from college, literally just like um a week prior and I had nothing to do, no job, nothing. So I mm-hmm. sat at my grandma's binged it and was like, Holy fuck. What did I just watch? I got, um, my girlfriend then at the time on it, I got my sisters on it and my mom on it. And it was just absolutely amazing. And then to get back to the point at hand, October, 2017 was season two, mm-hmm. two year break season three, July 4th. It, I remember it came out independence day. My sisters were visiting here in Miami. We binged it all while they were here. And, um, that's crazy. They just release it all at once. Do you think they'll do that going forward for season four? Do you think they'll still do the same thing now that it's popular to um, release it one at a time like Mandalorian's doing? Um, yeah, no, I think Netflix will continue to do their full releases. I think I that's just so. like a Netflix thing. Yeah, I like working by my time. And I, I usually I'm not like a lot of people and they'll binge it right away. I mean, aside from season three, because my sisters were here only for a week, we watch it within a week. But mm-hmm. otherwise, it would take me, you know, a little bit of time. I don't binge it all right away Um, i like to work by my time but makes sense moving on to movie news um we only got a couple things here mads michelson officially replaces johnny depp you remember last week we talked he was like in talks or whatever it's official now he's replacing johnny depp i'm not mad with it they look pretty similar somebody's done like the photoshop to do like the grindelwald look that they have in fantastic beast movies and um it looks it looks pretty similar so it won't be like too eye jarring to see a different actor i guess and um he's a good actor so i'm i'm not mad at it i'm mad that johnny depp got fired but of course of course but we talked about this uh last week um it just doesn't make sense to me that he's fired and she's not because they were both kind of like in the same kind of squabble and WB if it's all, it, both. Yeah. If it's all hearsay, you know, don't have proof regarding one way or other. Why not? Just if you're going to make one decision one way, you have to make it the other way. It's same in football, right? If you're going to make a ticky tacky pass interference call, you better fucking make it the other way around. Yeah, you know, exactly. Because if, it, if you're going to make a call that you're not sound on, you better make it the other way. Cause you can make one non-sound call and one sound call, then you're fucked up. Exactly. Um, Clifford, the big red dog. We got our first look at Clifford. Have you have you seen this? Ethan? Yes, I have. And what, I, oh my what God, are your thoughts on fucking it? Twitter. Like they talk so much shit, and I'm like, it's a big red dog. So what the fuck do you expect? Like they're roasting how it looks, and I'm like, 
what the fuck? It's a live action big red dog. Like the sure. dude is big. It's a red dog. Like you, what are you gonna have? Like just a live action with a fucking sticker of a big red dog on there? Like it's not how it works. I thought it looked fine. I thought it looked all right. I thought it looked a little weird, but I'm not gonna roast it on Twitter or anything. I let me it preface did. this by saying I don't think this movie is necessary. Like we don't need to take everything and just make it a live action movie. Dude, I uh, never thought about this once in my life ever. Yeah, like, oh, I've been like, you know what I really it. want? A Clifford the Big Red Dog live action movie. Um, it does look a little weird. I mean, it just looks like they enlarged a, a lab puppy or like a like it. It doesn't. I'm not roasting the look. Like, sure, it's a it's a dog. It's a big red dog. It's he's drawn kind of like a lab. I'm roasting the um, technical aspects of it. Like, the, sure. it looks sloppy. Which again, this is a first look, so I'm I'm sure they'll touch it up later. It just compared like because they had it going down a row of real dogs, and then it got to that dog. I was like, that's that that was your first mistake because I can compare the real dog to this CGI dog, and it it just looks a little off. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, and it does look like he's just dipped in fucking ink. Like, right? Yeah, it doesn't look like. They should make it where he's his own species because if you look at the animated series, it looks believable. It looks real. It looks like there's no other kind of dog like Clifford. But mm-hmm. if you look at this dog, it literally looks like a golden retriever enlarged and dipped in ink. So yeah. maybe I retract my initial statement a little bit because, I mean, now I'm looking at it. I mean, it does look lazy. And and literally the picture, they're just stickers. Come out of other dogs. Yeah. Like, Look, I don't know if this is the official thing I'm looking at. I'm pretty sure it's the, the initial thing that I saw. No, it is. If it's like all those dogs like lined up and then Clifford it's, next to them. Yep, it's yeah. a corgi, uh, yeah. French bulldog, and then an English bulldog, and then some type of mastiff, okay. and then yeah. fucking. And if you look at it, you can see some inconsistencies in the color. Like you literally see a orange hue on his chest, and then a red hue on his feet. I mean, not to be super nitpicky, but like. Whoever fucking photoshopped this didn't even do a good job. Like, yeah, no, it could be, it could look a little better. But like I said, this is yeah. just our first look. I'm sure they'll, they're still like testing and fixing and, and all that. So I'm not, I'm not like horrible. I'm not, I'm probably not even going to watch the movie if we're being honest. So yeah. I don't, I don't really give a shit. Um, but there you go. If you want to check it out, see what Clifford looks like in live action, be my guest. And let us know. Yeah, send an email, masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. Hit us Dude, up. Dude, how on awesome would it be if you guys got an email of just someone who's a fucking Clifford the Big Rag Dog fan? It's his, been his life. He loves this shit. He lists this shit and gives us a detailed analysis. That would be tight. I that would, would love s- that. I would read the whole analysis on air. Oh, for sure, dude. Give me your capstone paper. Give me a 30 page paper, dude. Take, take yeah. us to school. That would be tight. I love it. Now we're moving on to our main topics. We're going to talk Mandalorian first. So if you're not caught up, this is your spoiler warning. Three, two, one. All right, Ethan. I I believe in the group chat you said like this was the best episode of the Mandalorian period, and I agree. Man, I couldn't agree more. I, I you know, when I posted that in the story, you reacted immediately like agreed i was like sweet you know like it wasn't even close for me like there's not another episode that comes close because um it's everything i've wanted to play in a video game Mm -hmm. star wars canon to to come to life and star wars is my medium right like yours is avengers star wars is mine anything i i just i love it and seeing ahsoka tano and just i i mean it's just absolutely phenomenal like we got her this own little origin story not necessarily of 
Ahsoka Tano, but we had some speculation and some inferring to do as an audience, which I love as audience. Give me a little bit and I can fill in the rest. You don't need to do it all for me, right? We got that on this planet of that this magistrate was uh, obviously took a well-flourished economy of of maybe socialist um, people who lived amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. And then they were taken to more of a, authoritarian way with this magistrate and you could tell how everyone was timid don't talk to me because they were under the impression that they would uh, have have died and uh under this lady and uh i i love that like because they're relying john favreau and dan what's the guy's name thank you um they believe in the audience which i love they believe in the audience to be smart and to use these inferences because they give us a little and we have to fill in the rest uh, with these episodes. And uh, we did it with that episode. You had to fill in a lot of blanks, but the blanks for me weren't up to question. I think we, those conclusions we all drew were, were pretty uh, similar and pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, my only knock for Mandalorian, cause I, it's an easy nine out of 10 for me. And the only reason it's not 10 is because of these, saturday light quest episodes that you get here and there i know you don't like those (laughs) Uh, yeah i fucking hate them because you know but but i will say this the only person that's changed my mind on it to ease my way back into it was you when you told me it just um if you picture it from a different way that you know it's just kind of like you have your bowl of cereal on saturday and you're taking a little sidestep right you're on this big um you know this spaceship and these these side quest episodes you're just kind of making a pit stop and having a, having a little fun and right. And you're getting right. back on it. And this episode, um, he got back on it, right? Episode three, he was back on episode f- one and two weren't three. He was four. He wasn't five. He was right back on this big quest, which is to um, spoiler. Obviously we've already spoiled enough, but the uh, Grogu uh, oh, is yes. his name, baby Yoda's real name uh, because that that's our quest right from the get the, the plot of Mandalorian is Mandalorian has come into ownership of this child mm-hmm. of the species and he's trying to find a play he, he grew accustomed to it. He, he grew uh, this fondness of it um, and he you know he had a bounty all this whatever we, we, we've been that far but the point is is now his motive his quest is to take it somewhere to get proper training to have a life to become a Jedi to live out his life and to do it the right way and we're back on that and that episode was dude I'm not even kidding it made me emotional like it's everything I wanted with these the last you know the new trilogy of Star Wars sure. films mm-hmm. and it was just everything man I'm like Holy fuck, that literal 40 minutes just redeemed The Last Jedi for me, pretty wow. much. Like, yeah. And I fucking hate The Last Jedi. You know that. I fucking hate that piece of shit existence of a film. Uh, but I could just, you know, I could have a whole podcast episode on how amazing episode five, chapter 13. Yes, I believe so. Yep, chapter 13 was. Um, And your thoughts before I keep going on it. Oh, no, yeah. I, I thought it was great. I loved um, finally seeing Ahsoka. I loved me and Clay had been discussing this for like we've been waiting for her because I was like I need to see some lightsaber. Like this is Star Wars, you know Star Wars. You think immediately think lightsabers. And I'm like I, I the bounty hunters cool. Uh, Jin love him. He's awesome. But I want to see some lightsabers, right? And we got that awesome lightsaber duel with. I mean, she had lightsabers and the magistrate had the Beskar um, spear, which was really cool because we haven't seen. Um, in like a live action medium, I don't know that we've seen in a animated medium, like a Beskar like spear 
or yeah. some kind of Beskar weapon against um, a lightsaber, which we know Beskar is like one of the only things that can like deflect lightsabers and all that. So it was really cool to see. I loved the like Kill Bill, Lady Snowblood um, kind of homage we got there with that that uh, duel that they were having. It was really nice um, aesthetically and cinematically. Um, learning the um, uh, Baby Yoda's name, Grogu, a lot of people I saw were like, what? It sounds like some kind of soup I'd order in Star Wars, not like a name. I'm like, okay, so Yoda sounds like a name to you, but Grogu doesn't. I mean, like, I was like, it's, Just it's, it's the same. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I was like, okay, so now we're going to start calling it Grogu. People are, I'm sure, I'm probably still going to call him Baby Yoda from time to time because, I mean, Baby Yoda is just so catchy in this world. Yeah. We've been calling him for over a year. Um, I was, I was a little like, of course, when um, we find the Jedi, we've been searching for the Jedi to bring Gogu to this Jedi. And then Ahsoka's like, yeah, I'm not going to train him. And I'm like, ah, fuck. She's like, take him to this temple. I'm like, ah, we got to do something else with him. But I'm like, it, it, her explanation saved that for me because she was talking about how, like, he's already gained attachment to uh, Mando and excuse me, she's seen this before and she's obviously referencing Anakin turning to Darth Vader when she's talking about all this stuff that she's seen happen before and she doesn't want to be the cause of it um, to happen again, which I was like, I, I mean, that's fantastic. It's great because I feel like most of the star Wars story would be like, it wouldn't exist if Qui-Gon Jinn had just fucking, been like you know what you're 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 right council uh, maybe i shouldn't train this kid um yeah. he is kind of a little dickhead right but qui-gon insisted and the jedi relented and then we got darth vader but i i thought it was a great episode yeah i never thought of it that way for sure if qui-gon jim would have just shut the fuck up and let obi-wan <laughs> you know take the reins and even though he was his uh padawan but still uh we would never would have had anything of star wars but uh question that's where it takes place, right? Because I know it's after the Clone Wars, but is it? In, it's like a kind of around Rogue One, right? Like, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, are you talking about what? Mando? Yeah. No, no. It's after the Empire Falls. It's after Episode okay, it's um, Five. Do you say again? Six after that, six. Okay. We're five years after six. Okay. Okay. I did not know that. I I didn't do enough to look it look into um to when exactly it took place but that makes yeah. sense because she did did reference yoda a lot and yoda uh was more so became famous in the original um right. w with his uh because he was obviously known in the prequels i mean he was still in the council but as far as to um being a jedi trainer with luke and everything it, it came to to life in four five and six but uh just to reference it a little bit more um I, you know that's what's going to happen because each episode, even if it's a side quest or main quest, it's a standalone episode. You're mm -hmm. not going to carry on in the same respect as you are in the previous episode. So when they're on this planet, you know you're not going to get this planet anymore. That's it. Right. This planet, he's moving on. That's it. That, uh, even if it's a side quest, main quest, it doesn't matter. Um, so I was taking it all in as I could and just enjoying every bit of it. Um, and I liked it because she said no at the beginning. But then when he said that she paid me to kill you and do all this stuff that, um, you know, she kind of changed her mind. It's like, that's what was badass to me. Cause I was like, fuck, he's going to have to fight her. Like, fuck, that's right. going to suck. But then they went against her and fucking took everything back. And that was beautiful to me, man. That just literally fulfilled everything I wanted. So when she said no at the end, I really didn't care enough because it was just like, 
<laughs> I was just thinking about it. You know, after you nut, you just don't care because you're satisfied as fuck. <laughs> That's literally what it felt like, dude. I'm not trying to be fucking so graphic, but literally, dude, after sex, you're just like, I don't give a fuck what's for dinner, man. I'm I'm fine, you know, right. and that's what it was like for me, dude, because they they gave back the, these these townspeople their life, their country back or, you know, their retrospect in their mind. Um, you know, I was satisfied enough. I got that what I wanted. They came together, a, a bounty hunter, a Mandalorian and a Jedi combined forces and they took out a, an oppressive force in a, in a great way and that was so fucking badass and when she said no i was a little upset because i love ahsoka mm -hmm. and um fucking she's so hot um god uh what's her name Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson. thank you thank you um i'm an idiot because i kept calling her eva mendez and i'm like fuck that's not even Mendez. i get them mixed up um Rosario Dawson and she killed it she absolutely killed uh, mm -hmm. her portrayal of ahsoka tano and um, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but when they take away, they give it as well because no, you don't get Ahsoka, Ahsoka to um, to train Grogu, but someone has to. Sure. So maybe is this next person? Are they going to be as cool? Are they going to be cooler? You know. So it's just like they blue ball you a little bit, but they also left you satisfied, and it's also to the point where they can capitalize. Now, and you can think of it this way: we got Ahsoka, like. We got her, and now we get someone else. So if Ahsoka was the one to train him, maybe we wouldn't get what we're going to get in the future with someone else. Sure. So more is better. You know, I'm trying to think of it from a positive point of view because I was a little upset, but I'm like, it's expected. You know, they're moving on to the next quest, the next thing, the next chapter. You know, it's a chapter. Really, they're yeah. called, they call the episode or the episode chapters, rightfully so. Right. Now, I, I was watching uh, a YouTube video, and they were talking about this, and – you know, Ahsoka's asking the magistrate, like, where is your master Thrawn, um, who is yes. big in the Clone Wars and Rebels uh, um, and whatnot. Um, and they were saying this looks like an Ahsoka Tano uh, backdoor pilot for her own show because she's going to be going after Thrawn um, because that's kind of what she does at the end of Rebels. If I, I, I didn't watch it, but I've seen like enough recap videos and stuff sure. that I, I know a little bit about it. And I'm pretty sure at the end of Rebels, she's going to look for... I can't remember his name. It's not Ezekiel. It starts with an E. Um, but because he gets lost in some kind of time rift. Um, but she's going to look for him and Thrawn because he takes Thrawn into that rift or some shit like that. So she's asking where. So it looks it does look I'm rambling. It does look like it might be a backdoor pilot. But I also think we're we're going to see more of her in the Mandalorian. Uh, we We have to just based on like everything we've got. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see more of her. It, it's, it's really fun. Um, she's uh, Rosario Dawson's great actress. Uh, a lot of good action. Loved it. Um, let's talk bachelorette real quick. It was kind of a cut and dry episode. Not really too much craziness happened until the end, in my opinion. Um, so we'll like run through it really quick. Um, cause I know Jess wants to get a tree and I think they close here pretty soon, but going through real quick, we had a group date. They had to write a song for, um, Tasha, right. And, um, they all suck. The song sucked, <laughs> but like, what do you expect? Yeah. Um, even boy band manager, his song sucked. Kenny. Uh, yeah. I, I liked Ivan's a little bit. I mean, cause it was a little I, well, I like that Ivan didn't try to play an instrument that he didn't know how to play. He just yeah. stood there and did it and, from the heart. Yeah, exactly. That's what they all should have done. But yeah. no. And then, well, speaking of Ivan, we got their like one-on-one, -on -one, which was really cute. They had, um, 
I thought they bonded like really like they played games and and did all kind of because you you know they're in a fucking a bubble essentially they're just on this resort so there's not much they can do they can't go traveling like like they usually do on yeah. the bachelor slash bachelorette but then when they're outside they're having that like deep conversation about Ivan's brother and and like George Floyd and things like that and both being like half black and, yes. and she's half half black half Mexican I believe and he's half black half Filipino I think that's and right and so they're like. Uh, relating to each other in that sense and it was just it was very touching and very like nice i don't I, i'm trying to think of a better adjective than nice but i don't know it's just it was just nice you know what i mean yeah um but then cut to like we have this very tender very soft poignant moment and then we cut to this like truth or dare challenge that they have going oh, on God. where they're like drinking bull testicles or something that making sex noises was it like chasing the one that literally fucking audibly cummed into the microphone? I, I think th- it was him. Or, or it was one of them. No, no, it was Kenny. It was Kenny. Kenny, my his he's escaping me. Tattoo boy band manager. Yes, it was. Then they kind of look like it. They kind of look like they do, it. They do look similar. They got Spoiler the same alert, They both went home. <laughs> For so. real. No, it was and yeah. fucking Ben is like, ah, oh, ah, oh, don't worry about that. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. I'm like, it was well, so annoying, dude. Like, don't worry. What are we not? <laughs> what are we not worrying about? Oh, it's so funny. No, but I mean, but Bennett does redeem. Like it was annoying, but it, and over the top. But Bennett does redeem himself because you know they have to do that proposal, and then afterwards during the like um, the the evening portion, the cocktail portion or whatever, he was talking to her about how like he hadn't really pictured that doing that or whatever but then like doing it put into perspective like this is like what the goal is this is what they're moving towards and he said something about like being happy it was her or like he was ready to do it with her or something something to that effect um which i thought was nice because i I don't think he's gonna win but i i like bennett just i think he's funny and entertaining so yeah um i do not like him at all and i no, i think i'm an unpopular opinion because everyone on twitter is like i saw a, a fucking meme it was like, oh, when any when Bennett does anything, it's like this girl licking her phone screen, and I'm like, I'm not that, I'm not that bad, dude. I don't like him. I don't, I want to say like at all. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to be like realistic here, you know. But and, and you know, I need to have cause or, or reason for my cause, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he went to Harvard, and I appreciate that. But he's so fucking entitled, and he's not in. I don't like his social cues and I don't want to say he doesn't have them. I just don't like his mm-hmm. um, because he feeds off of um, like authoritarian type bully type vibes to me. Mm. And um, he just really, I, maybe I was um, on the wrong side of the spectrum here. Cause I was kind of on Noah's side. Like he literally just spoke what he felt like from his heart when he said that some guys were against him when he was speaking the fucking truth because they were and Bennett was just like how fucking dare you like you know your little child and when he said there's a zero percent chance you're going to win like that was just fucking mean like w- just don't be that fucking dick like keep that to yourself like why do you feel the need to say that to someone else like that's you're literally belittling someone else like he didn't say that to Bennett he didn't say anything oh he's a lesser person he went, he went outside of, of the reason, right, uh, of the focal point. The focal point is the conversation they had. Mm-hmm. That's aside from the point to say you have 0% chance. That's making fun of who he is as a person, saying his makeup, whether it be genetic personality, isn't enough. And that really threw me off. Like, dude, calm well, the fuck sure down. they're like, all thinking like they they're upset. The they're upset and they're heightened, you yeah. know. And 
I, I get that. I get that. But maybe, do, you know, we can't control our thoughts and emotion or our thoughts and emotions, but we can control how we react to them. And yeah. I think he reacted to them poorly. And, okay. Yeah. Don't like him. Um, no, you're fine. Uh, before we before that happens, though, uh, the one of the producers like royally fucks Ed um, because both Ben and Ed are trying to get to Tasha's room, right? To <laughs> have like a conversation with her, and Ed's producer fucking tells him to go to Chris Harrison's room. So they end up like broing out, having some wine, and just that like, was so funny, dude. It was hilarious because I was like, "Oh, who's gonna get there first? Like, and they kept tricking you. Like, there's a knock at the door. You thought it was gonna be Ed, but it was really just like somebody bringing champagne to Ben and her or whatever. Yes. Um, but I thought it was like a funny little moment. But Ben apologized for like sitting on the sidelines, I guess, because that the one night when he didn't talk to her, and she was like upset about it because he was like i want to be the last one the last yep. thing she that's on her mind the last one to talk to her and he really like fucked himself um but then like yes like ethan was saying um we moved to noah talking to Tasha about um how some of the guys are against him and all that other stuff and like causing drama and then Tasha comes in because Tasha don't put up with no shit and she's like all right you, you guys need to cut the drama cut the bullshit cut all this and cocktail party's done let's get this rose ceremony going and which I'm sure these bachelors and bachelorettes already know like before that night who they're going to send home anyway. The cocktail sure. portion is just like for show. Um, but she was like, all right, I don't want to play games anymore. Let's just get this over with. Yeah. And then, yes, we had that um, little confrontation with Bennett and Noah. And, and it wasn't just Bennett. It was, it was a couple of the guys because they were upset that they didn't get any time um, with her and, and things like that. And then we send Chasen, Joe, uh, fucking Shamar Moore. What is his name? Um, Demar Jordan. Okay. Um, and I feel like we sent somebody else home. Was it three or four? Oh, they went home. Yeah. I, I, I have the whole list. It's Kenny, Jordan, Joe, Chasen. So four. Gotcha. They, uh, I called Kenny from the beginning. Well Joe's going home. I knew Joe was going home. He didn't get any time. She just yeah. wasn't feeling it. You don't. I feel bad for Joe. He seemed like a a cool guy. Like yeah, because with Claire we got a little bit about him, but with right. Tasha just nothing. Nothing clicked and. Honestly, I don't think she was physically attracted to him. And and that's the thing, like, I, you know, with relationships, I think physical attraction is the basis foundation. But after that, physical attractiveness kind of goes away. You mm-hmm. know, like, you don't really care anymore because you, you care about their personality, how you are, your connection with them. Mm-hmm. Physical attractive is just the start, first base, really. And they couldn't get there. And I think that's why he left. Yeah. Um, I also, I also thought Jordan was pretty cool. Um, yeah, he was a surprise for me. Kenny and Chasen are literally the same person. Pretty much. They look alike. They're fucking bro douches. Pretty much. Uh, they have shitty tattoos and they're opinionated and they have a low tier IQ. So um, I'm not surprised. Uh, and Joe, like I said, I'm not surprised. I like him much more than those guys, but mm-hmm. Jordan, I was surprised. Um, you know, I, I would pick Jordan over a bunch of guys for Tasha. I'd pick, I mean, going down a list really quickly, I'd pick Jordan over like uh, Noah for sure. her. Spencer. Well, she likes Noah. She does. She does. But um, unfortunately, I know I was just talking shit about Bennett, but he is right. I, I, There's a 0% chance. Even if he makes it to the top two, which he won't, he's not going sure. to win. It's just yeah. not going to happen. He's um, not for Tasha, and we saw that with JPJ. Tasha's very <sighs> mature. That I, that's definitely an adjective I was going to use, but she's like, not aged, but like, oh my God, there's a word. F- sophisticated. Thank you. She's mm-hmm. very sophisticated. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're not sophisticated, it's just not going to be with her. No, it's yeah. not, you know. 
I was surprised she kept Ed. If we're if we're oh hundred percent, hundred percent. I thought I looked at Jess and I said, Ed's going home, chasing Stain. That's what's happening. Yeah. And but he's going home next. If he doesn't go home next episode, go home the one after that. He's not going to make it. Yeah. No, he's not. He's not staying too long. Um, I don't really remember what happened on the next time on, and so I don't. I don't either. Jess, it's we. I, I leave. I leave and because um, I don't like to watch it because it spoils too much for oh, me. Okay, I see. Yeah, okay. Jess watches it because she likes to make her picks, in our in, in the league we're in. And sure. you saw it worked out for her last time because she murdered. Did you see the recap? <laughs> no, I didn't dude, look at it yet. Holy shit, dude! She like blew us the fuck out of the water. It was insane. Like I'm I'm trying to pull it up really quick. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know the week before I forgot to put my picks in, so I have a big fat. Oh, goose egg. actually, you won that episode, but she's in the lead. Uh, with 518, mm-hmm. but you had 178 points. She had 128, and I had 16. So 16? 16, dude. Damn. You had 170, I had 16. I picked a bad bunch of guys. But I think my picks tomorrow are good. But I picked guys like uh, Spencer, who had a lot of screen time at one point. Two episodes right. ago, he had a lot of screen time, and then they just yeah. completely fucked him. So, But yeah. I think tomorrow's the night for me. We'll see. We, I, I feel it for you. I feel it for you. <laughs> Um, well, guys, that's our show. Uh, we want to thank you for joining us, and I want to thank my special guest host, the mighty Ethan Ragsdale here. Yes, that's sir. that's your um, that's my new nickname, the mighty. I like the it. Mighty, yeah, Clay's the invincible. You're the mighty. I'm the, your friendly neighborhood. Ooh, the we, mighty all, dude. I like it. Fuck yeah, yeah. There you go. Welcome. I dub thee the mighty. Check me out on Instagram at the mighty Ethan Ragsdale now. Changing it. He's changing it. Awesome. Check us out on Not YouTube. Really. Just type Masters of the Cultureverse. Hi, YouTube. Um, Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify. We're on both. Uh, make sure you send us an email, masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. Send us a DM at masters.cultureverse on Instagram. Uh, whatever you want to talk about. You want to give somebody a shout out? You want to say happy birthday to a friend or something? I don't care. Make sure you share this podcast with at least one friend this week. Spread the news. Help others join the Cultureverse. We want to have as many people here as possible. I'm Caleb. That's Ethan. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye guys. Big addition, I can go.